to the Four and a Half Aside podcast. Um, I'm Fergus Smith, and I'm joined by Craig Gregor. Hello, Billy Kirkpatrick. Good evening, Rostur. Buzzing to be here, and uh, our half member Matthew Thompson. Evening, lovely. Thanks for having me. Um, I, no, thank you for having having the rest of us. Um, partially on your screen. Um, hopefully he gets all the way through this. Uh, to avoid maybe any internet issues, we're going to just jump straight into the weekend's games and we're going to head to sunny seaside town of air where we all reside and talk about air nil Inverness 2. Craig, it's just a dreadful, 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 dreadful time to be an air fan, isn't it? It's not looking good. It's not the 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 pitch is awful. The the team's not playing well. It's just it's not a good time. Uh, hopefully, um, like we can get with this. But if not, then uh, we have to pray for uh, League One, League Two cancellations so we don't go down. <laughs> well. It's just, I don't know, it's stagnated a bit. Air, air stagnated a bit. Like, they've seen, obviously, they, their manager left them, like, at quite an awkward time, I, I felt. It was quite a weird time for him to leave. Um, just as you thought, they're actually building a good sort of head of steam, and you're like, you're looking at air and you're thinking, oh, they could actually be on to maybe pushing for promotion at some point, and then. He decides that he's a wee rat and he's going to run away to Partick, um, who were getting relegated. And, and still and, got relegated, so good and, on and, you, rat. And, yeah, and still got relegated and are now sitting there wondering what's ha- actually happening to them. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it's a point of air need to come out of this, the other side of this sort of stagnation, healthier. Than I mean... <laughs> The, the only team Air has has beaten this year has been Alloa. And uh, <laughs> hey, they're a good team. God, really, the, the Air's previous win in the league was also to Alloa. I mean, it's can still we play ex- them every week? It's still an extremely tight league, though. It is. If you, Air, ha- Air still have the chance to make a promotion place as well as also make a relegation place. I know. So, if they can turn their form around and get rid of Mark Kerr, then who knows? The one thing I say is, I've always, whenever I watch air and it's windy, we always struggle. For for a team that plays by the sea, where you're going to get wind, we cannot play with the wind. Yeah, it is bizarre because, like, with the west coast of Scotland, it is quite regularly windy to play football and quite regularly wet and windy as well. And it was wet and windy at the weekend, and they just didn't seem to play very well at all. They and it. Play- Playing uh, with the wind in the first half, you, you're you're expecting to hit shots like from distance, just try and trouble the goalie, just in case it might bounce on the surface or it might take a a dodgy blow with the wind and like. But we just never really. We had I think we had one shot from distance in the first half. Yeah, it's a it's a strange one, and it sort of ended up being capped off in the half hour mark, sort of by some terrible defending. Before that, though, the air did have well. Both teams actually had the ball in it before that. Inverness had the ball in it first, which was correctly ruled out for offside. Um, and then air had the ball in it, which I'm not convinced should have been ruled out. Why? Why was it ruled out? I couldn't. I couldn't figure out why it was ruled out from watching the highlights. Does anyone have a any clarification on why? Uh, I'm, I'm, so this is the cleanest as day push you'll ever see. I was about to say he shoves the guy to the floor. <laughs> I, I think the guy's gone down. The, the guy's gone down like oh, a sack of ice. I'm not going to lie. See, from from just watching the highlights very briefly, I didn't didn't really see much, and uh, was very confused as to what actually the ref blew his whistle for. I, I think as well, the player knows it's a foul because he's as he's running back, he's joking and cheering a laugh with the with no. the referee, which suggests that he's, no one no one, he's no, saying no one to the hears re- a laugh of the referee. He's saying to the referee, "Why was that disallowed? You big Kelly man." I think yeah, I said, Kelly I think man. He said that. Um, but no, it's, it's a clear push. I think if you're if you're defending that and that goes in against you, you're absolutely raging. Uh, well, it was a push. 
Let, let's just uh, we'll we'll take that with a pinch of salt because we know Billy is a massive Kelly fan. So yeah, he hates the air, so does our Billy. Um, yeah. I thought the first Inverness goal was bad enough defending. The second Inverness goal, both quite like both the centre halves both screaming, put their hands up, asking for offside or handball or something, and just completely forget that actually like they need to play to the whistle, and the guy just takes the ball in his chest, turns round and puts it in the back of the net because they're too busy whining about how he, he might be offside or might have handballed it or whatever. Yeah, it's just dreadful defending. He's never played to the whistle in the slightest. He just had the hands up as Inverness played for oh, they, they, Yeah, exactly. They didn't even care about the fact that the game was still going on. They're just like that, like with their hands <laughs> up, the screaming for it. And it's not That's not how the game of football works. <laughs> I, I think it's time. I, I think it's time to make a change managerially. I think the squad is good enough to be pushing for promotion places, but clearly there's a tactical element that's lacking. Because who I, would you I, bring I, in? That's not a decision for me to make. Yeah, that's a Neil Lennon. Well, well Neil Francis Lennon. Apparently, there's a rumor that uh, one of the, one a championship club is uh, is talking to Stuart McCall. I I don't think many championship clubs can afford Stuart McCall. Um, not that he's a a, a big name, but they. I presume he would be looking for a decent bit of money. Some down south, he'd probably get paid a decent amount. Um, but where would I take him? Probably. What? Um, <laughs> what, what was his last job? Uh, Bradford, I believe. Brad, yeah, Bradford. Who are um, Gash? Or am I not allowed yeah. to say that? Yeah, uh, they're on a bad run of form. As <laughs> <is> Bradford. <laughs> I think yeah. the air's main problem. Is well, the the big decision right now for is does the new chairman have the balls to come in a month into the job and sack the manager? He needs to. That's that's the make or break thing for him and he and his new role. Well, the run of form suggests yes, one win in nine. It's it's not looking good. Um, for a team that at the start of the season were actually fairly defensively organised. It just seems to have completely capitulated. Well, um, we, I think we still do have the the second best clean sheets in the league, which is uh, just shows uh, how bad the rest of the league are. Our goalkeeper also has the most saves in the league, which uh, probably shows how bad our defence is. Yeah. Uh, I hate, I hate um, to um, tell you, Craig, but you're you're wrong. <laughs> that, that is not true. What you're you're with the it, it would go Inverness have conceded the least. I didn't say conceded the least. You said second least. Uh, second least. Second least clean sheets. Second most clean sheets. Second most clean sheets. I thought conceding the second least. You're joint with, joint yeah, with no. three, other, three other teams making you joint. Okay. Joint. Um, to go back to your point about um, Stuart McCall, in his, in his last job, he was there from February to December, played uh, managed 29 games and only won seven. That's a a twenty four percent win percentage. Ah, but that's, that's that's good. I'll take it. Is 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 managerial career win percentage is thirty eight percent. To be fair, he's never had he's never been in a job where he's, he's had a team that's been a front runner. So he's kind. Of... What are you talking about? That Ranger that Rangers team was um, in blistering form. That Rangers team would struggle to beat the current Celtic team. Yeah, that that Rangers team were a front runner, but in the, in the league, were they not yeah, the champions. In the league, they were, and they were a front runner. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do good, very well with them. No, he did not do very well with them. He did a reasonably good job as uh, Strachan's assistant within the Scotland setup. To be fair. Yeah. True. I don't know. I I don't under I don't know if the rumor is very true at all. To be honest. Oh yeah, I still don't think Air can afford him. Um, no, like but not, said, not just Air. I just I don't think many championship clubs would go for him. Dundee are possibly maybe looking for a new manager. Saying they're not playing the best right now, but what are you talking about on class form? <laughs> They've not played a game in in months until the weekend. There, I oh, near near Inverness. That's true. But maybe it's all the rest that Inverness have got has has made them made them nice and fresh. That's true. And able to go go and scud air. Well, air, air and Dundee, uh, uh, 
they will be playing each other tomorrow, so we'll see how that one goes in. Yep, they will be. Two teams, yeah. Um, Dundee obviously losing 3-2 to Queen of the South, nonetheless. Uh, the other game, Dunfermline 2, Alloa 1. This one helps Ayr's challenge for not getting relegated a bit, doesn't it, with Alloa losing? Yeah, well, that puts us um, five points clear of Alloa with a game in hand over them. The game in hand being against Dundee, so that's an easy win. And uh, an easy win for Ayr, yeah. Just to give them three points. Just give them three points. You know what, yeah. Uh, the this game Dunfermline Allo I thought was just the most championship sort of game ever, wasn't it? Or for me anyway, I thought it was. I think it just yeah, it had about everything, didn't it? <laughs> it just epitomised like um, Scottish football. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it kind of just shows that the sort of state that Scottish football is starting to fall into again. I uh, don't know if we're starting to fall into a bad state. I mean, one of the teams is um, competing in Europe strongly. Yeah, no, no, but that's what I mean outside of, because someone had this, I've seen this argument the other day and someone was saying, but look at look at how, we're, how we've now got two Champions League qualifying spots. It's like, yeah, that's not the point. That's because two teams have performed reasonably well over the last few seasons in Europe. Well, <laughs> it is because two teams cheer one one because maybe didn't teams. perform well this season. This season, um, but the past the past few seasons is what I said, and yeah, yeah, we've we've done, we're we're doing well in a sort of European stance for Scottish football, but <laughs> and the national team as well have done what are doing well. But when you actually look at the the Premiership League outside. <laughs> Outside, like Celtic and Rangers, really, it's just the standard of football for me seems to be going down. I don't know. I think um, obviously getting more money into the games obviously benefiting. I don't think it's got any worse than it has been in previous years. Yeah, no, I don't think it's got got worse than what it's ever been. But I think it, ha- it over the last few like last few years before sort of this season, I think it, it it's definitely been better. And I don't know whether whether you can put it down to COVID or not. I think a lot, of, like not even just in Scotland, a lot of teams are struggling this year because of the mm-hmm. whole COVID situation. I mean, just look at the English league; like, there's so many of the big teams that are struggling. And it's not it's not an excuse. Arsenal with that. <laughs> oh no, not just Arsenal. Tottenham are struggling. Uh, Chelsea have been struggling as well. Um, Liverpool are really Liverpool struggling. Are struggling they, they've also had their injury issues, but yeah. Anyway, Dunfermline Alloa. 1-0, uh, 14 minutes in. Um, I think there's quite a few of these that happened today. Uh, uh, that, not today, this, this weekend. A shot from the edge of the box, deflected off the own player and in. I, I, was it not deflected off two players, it looked like? Or was well, it just like only hit one player, but two players think, were going for it? I think it was deflected off one player, and that was uh, uh, waiting on his debut for Dunfermline after coming back from injury. Getting a debut goal could be a crucial signing for them to push for promotion. Could be grabbed a double there at the weekend, which is it. Quite decent for the debut. Although it is our, but they did claw themselves back in just before half time. Yeah, with a uh, yet again another deflected shot. Um, not yeah, not not just that that goal was a bit of a um, scrambly one. Oh. Yeah, there was a few shots in there and just was never really cleared properly, wasn't it? That's what I meant about this game being like the most championship thing ever. Like every time, every highlight is sort of some like some form of scramble going on, and then it's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And then second half, Dunfermline got themselves back in front due to a good cross in and a good head home. Finally, not a deflected goal. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Waiting did get his second. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how he does. But uh, after that, to be fair, the Fairmont never really had a, sh- a chance. Like It was all Alloa. They just could not get the ball in the back of the net, though. Yeah, Alloa actually played quite good football in the second half. Yeah, then... Really, you go. Really strange game. Um, 
it just it never never really felt that what you were watching was what was, what was actually happening. It just yeah, the, the film taking the lead and then retaking the lead and then Al, you you felt that Al should have got the equalizer, but somehow just didn't. It just very very odd game. Just in jet with everything that went on, just a very odd game. I felt yeah. that um, Aloha could have got an equaliser and maybe could have actually ended up winning the game if if they were luckier, I think. Well, yeah, the, chance? the chances and they had two penalties turned down, which, in my opinion, both correctly turned down, but... Um, <laughs> and they also had a disallowed goal for another uh, shove, apparently. I think you, you people want to play rugby at the back post. Uh, well, the game's gone soft. Well, we'll get on. I'll get on to the game's gone soft uh, later on. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right then. That's <laughs> my second point. Uh, elsewhere in the championship, are both winning one nil at home to Wraith, and shock of the week, Hearts drawing one each at home. To Morton, it wasn't too big of a shock to be fair. Hearts are not the best. Well, team. I was, I was shocked. Okay, <laughs> that's quite a, a shock. That Hearts team should be beating Greenock Morton. Come uh, on, Greenock Morton have Craig McGuffey. Oh come on! What a player! Yeah, what a player! Pre- <laughs> Premiership, the Scottish Premiership, and Aberdeen have scored a goal. They have, and oh Kelly. Congratulations, Kelly are still on a poor run of form. Yes, very <laughs> poor run of form. Um, and he he had a go at us. He had a go at us, but he's the one that said it. Anyway, anyway, well done to Aberdeen. Congratulations, you scored a goal. Um, in the most shite game of football that I've ever seen in my life. So, we will go and we will talk about another massive game. In the battle for um, relegation, Motherwell nil, St Johnson three. That's a huge three points for um, St Johnson. I feel this is more of a battle for top six game than a battle for relegation game. Uh, to be nah, honest, Mo- nah, Mother- Motherwell's run at the moment. They- they're they're strong contenders for uh, trying to go down. Uh, no one can contend with Kelly in trying to go down right now, honestly. Ross County and Hamilton. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 Ross County are good. You talk about Ross County. Let's okay. just... I've always said it. I've always yeah, said it. You can go back and listen to Matt in the past few, few yeah. podcasts. Re-listen all to I... every podcast. It's all I talk anyway, about. Anyway, we'll talk. We'll talk about Ross County soon and other teams soon. But let's talk about uh, how class St Johnson are. Yeah, they're quite class. Different. Diff- that first goal is different class. I mean, I've never seen better. <laughs> no, to be fair, to be fair, it's a good goal. Okay, that's it's a good goal. To be fair, okay, I'm trying to be nice to them for it's... once. They're playing some nice stuff at the minute. And in the last better stuff, in St. Johnson's last eleven games, only two that they've lost have been to Celtic and Rangers. I know the shows you building a good good wee head head of steam. I think next week they have to be the, the clear favourites for the cup final, given the run of form that they're in and that the performances they've been putting in lately. Um, <laughs> they were just, they were, well, Motherwell were poor on Saturday, but, you know, you still have to finish your, your chances yeah. and St. Johnson certainly did that. Livingston haven't really been up to much going into this cup final um, since they lost their streak. Yeah, a, a, a draw, a one-each draw with uh, St. Mirren. At the weekend, uh, it's back to the Motherwell game, and yeah, it was it was about three now going on about five or six now for St Johnson. Honestly, and it was one of the most one-sided games I think I've seen this this season. Yeah, yeah probably, probably could have been more, should have been more, but I'm sure St Johnson would have uh, bitten your hand off for. A three 0 win away to Motherwell before the game started. So, oh yeah, I'm sure they'd be more than happy with the result. Twenty two shots they had, St Johnson. That's probably the highest they've had all season by a mile. Yeah, 
Let's just test another one shot. Um, I had more possession, but you know, didn't really didn't do anything with it. Really. If you're not so, doing anything with your possession, then possession doesn't count for anything. No, this you see you see it over the years, countless times yeah. in countless games. Teams having loads of possession, not doing anything with it, and end up losing the game. Air had uh, more possession against Inverness doesn't mean anything, though, does it? <laughs> no, because they were um, not the very losers. Good. <laughs> losers, yep. And got to say though, the well, the, the second goal came from just a few chances. That, I don't know how the ball wasn't going to go in the net, and then eventually it was fired home. Um, but there was like a header inside the six-yard box that somehow managed to hit the crossbar. It was yeah, but they did well to manage to get the ball in the back of the net eventually. Quite sure I'm misremembering. I think I think it did. Yeah, yeah. I thought that it was a very sort of scrappy piece of play, but in the end, it's not a terrible finish from Kerr. Then uh, a stonewall penalty to wrap it up. Uh, yep. Yeah. Melamed got his double. Yeah, and um, Motherwell's defence had a nightmare of a day and a nightmare of a, a few seconds as well defending before that penalty. There's, I think, there's about three or four players in around that sort of area and. None of them actually like make an attempt for the ball and just end up clattering into the guy. Now, I think there's no arguments ever like had by any of the Motherwell players really. It was not great. It's not very good at all. Um, but as I said, um, you said it was a crucial game for the uh the relegation battle. I said it's a crucial game for the top six battle because that um. That puts St. Johnson only two points behind St. Mirren in sixth place. Well, yeah, for St. Johnson, it's a crucial game for that. For Motherwell, it's another one like they could end up, especially if they keep on a relatively poor run of form at the moment, they could end up sort of being a bit regretful about this one. Um, they're still four points ahead of Kelly with a game in hand, to be fair. So. True, but Kelly are really good, so... Yeah, that is the the last game pre-split, though. Kilmarnock versus Motherwell. So, that could... If if Motherwell do keep losing, that could be a big six-pointer. We have... a convincing scoreline for uh, the Rangers, winning 4-1 at home to Dundee United. Roster was, uh, again, at the match in his bedroom... Yep, I was uh, at the match uh, in my bedroom uh, <laughs> watching, watching the game. It was, it was actually quite a, an entertaining game. Dundee United um, started off extremely well for the first 20, 25 minutes. We're all over Rangers. Uh, Rangers had no reply. Um, and then Shankland had a very good chance, um, which McGregor makes quite a good save for. I think his touch just was a wee bit too much. Let McGregor get out to it. Yeah. Um, then I believe... Yeah, Dundee United another chance when uh, Nicky Clark plays a ball through, but it was just a tad too heavy. Or... I don't want to butch his name. So I won't... <laughs> <laughs> Which player is it, Joe? A pera, uh, a Louis a pair. Yeah, I've said it wrong, Louis. Um, I know you're an avid viewer, <laughs> listener. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, from all accounts, and my accounts are your accounts. So, from all accounts, uh, <laughs> Dundee United started the well quite. Started the well, yep. <laughs> well, quite game. <laughs> Dundee United started the game fairly well, um, fairly strongly, and just they maybe could have went one or two nil up, 
had they taken their chances maybe a bit better or been luckier, I guess. Or not be uh, or not be facing um as you've quoted world class goalkeeper yeah. Alan McGregor. I don't think there's any denying that he is by far the best goalkeeper in the league. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. You sound really enthusiastic about that. Um, I was just saying someone who's been so disgraced as a as the best goalkeeper in the league, though. You know. Well, normally, when he makes the most saves, he normally becomes the best. That's normally he concedes the least. He's ignored the fact that you called. You said he was disgraced. Well, you know who else is that. disgraced? We're going to look into the future. No, 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 no. You know who else is disgraced? A former Philly referee, Patrick. Philly former referee. <laughs> um, and he's going to he's going to tell us about how Rangers opened the scoring. Yes, I am. Yes, because I, I I have I watched the game. It was a, a cracking game, and the goal was scored by Hadji. Um, um, and you know, I dropped him right in at half. It was a great finish, yeah. wasn't it, Bill? <laughs> top corner. No, no, it wasn't. Fair, it was just a, it was fair, a minute ago. A minute ago, I, a minute ago, I almost called him Lionel Hadji, and that is not his <laughs> name. It will be. But that, oh, um, that is what I wrote down. Um, okay. Would you say it was Aribo's goal, or would you say it's Hadji's goal? Well, I have to say that it has been given to Hadji, so I, I think we have to give it to Hadji. Uh, <laughs> like I discussed this earlier, Billy. Like, like I said, um, it's one of these goals that was deflected in by their own players again. Yeah, well, obviously happened a few times this season. Goal, so it was quite quite clearly Hadji's goal. Yes, um, yeah. meant it. <laughs> and that set the tone for the game. You know, Rangers with that that fantastic finish into the goal. It's a great goal. That's, that's all you need to it's a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was three, three minutes later. Uh, big, big baldy sauce. Ryan Kent uh, scored the second. Is that another deflection? Another class deflection. Another, class deflection. another class over this week, man. Not old Kent. Wait, do they? <laughs> Just after half time, what a finish by Joe Rebo. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Ryan Kent. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking we are talking about the Morelos goal, because that's some finish as well. This was a good goal, into the... No, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll give him that one. It was a good goal. Um... <laughs> and I know we need but... to talk about the goal of the week. Goal of the week. Alfredo Morelos, well done. I'll buy you a trophy and I'll send it to your house in a suspicious-looking package. So we probably won't ever get it. But yeah, congratulations. Goal of the week from the Five Side podcast. I've got to say, it looked like it was good defending at first. You know, he gets the ball and he knocks it back to his goalie. And then the goalie is aimed at Morelos. <laughs> he has. He, the only, like, I don't understand what the goalie tried to do. It's not like Morelos is in his clear path up the park. Morelos is like 45 degrees to his right. <laughs> and that's what he's aimed apparently. I don't know. He could have probably. <laughs> he literally had so much room to just play it to the other side. Yeah. But nah, just kick off Morelos. The good fun, isn't it? It was good to see Morelos' uh, traditional celebration after scoring that world. Like, eating his burger. Eating his burger. Uh, nom nom nom. Or the, the love heart is. Oh. Mate, if that, mate, if that's a love heart, you better check your shapes. <laughs> I did. I did, however, write down it's the first open net I've ever seen Morelos score. So there's that, at least. Yes. Well done, Morelos. Um, now we're done talking about Morelos' world-class goal, goal of the week. Dundee United got themselves a goal, ruined Rangers' uh, weekend uh, by <laughs> denying them a clean sheet. I think you, you missed a part out where Rangers had the chance to make it five. Ah, uh, no, because... From, from the spot... No, no, because that didn't happen. No, it didn't happen because um, we don't want to. We don't want to embarrass Borna Barisic too much. And um, Borna Barisic not as good as uh, tapping your penalties. It seems. Uh, well, they do call. They do call him. They do call him Borna Barisic, not Borna Baragol. So they do. I have no idea why he's hit. Um, every penalty he's ever hit for Rangers, he's hit in the exact same 
<laughs> you know, if it's worked for him the what uh, before, it's gonna work again. Honestly, that's how it works. It's a Stonewall penalty. I don't oh, yeah, yeah, I've got to agree. It is a Stonewall penalty. Nonsense. I've got it written down here. Dodgy pen bracket again. That's all I've got. Is that right, Matt, Bud- right, Matt Budsby? I've seen it from one angle. Oh, no. No, 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 Craig. No, we agreed we weren't going to call him that. And you, you've ruined the po- the whole podcast. So it's going to have to be deleted now. Well, Matt. <laughs> something clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just not try and come up with anything clever and let's talk about um, Dundee United's goal. Good finish. So, out, out of the five goals scored, uh, three had three, three were really good finishes with Morelos, Aribo, and McNulty. Okay. And uh, Hadji's, Hadji's were really good finishes, though. Uh, so, so was Kent. So, all five goals were really good goals, yeah. what we can establish. Um, but that brings Rangers now three games away from and yep. so I wonder what happens in three so, games time oh, so look at congratulations we go on to our next game um, congratulations Rangers on the title uh, you have successfully uh, won your first first ever major trophy <laughs> um, well done and congratulations to Ross County on relegating Kilmarnock Lost County won Celtic nil. Was oh, this the only game that handed uh, Rangers a title? Is this, is this the, the end for you, Fair? Because this, this, this is the, the, yeah. fight, the that, final chance. This, no, this, that, this is the only game that's handed them the title. This is it. Oh, that, it, was, it was close okay. until then, to be fair. Could have gone either way. It was really close until then. Anyway, Ross County, best team I've ever seen play in the SPFL. Um, wow. <laughs> Got to say, um, that Christy, some player. He is some player, actually. Uh, when we were talking about Morelos before, I was going to say that that is 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 being idolised by Ryan Christie uh, and missing open nets from the from less than six yards. Is that is that ball landed yet? Do you think? I don't think so. It's probably, but he is an Inverness boy, so it's it probably is. He probably was aiming for like a, an old sorry. An old enemies just, garden just, or something. Just to confirm, it has landed. I've seen it land on my way to work this morning. Just in case. I Is that right, Buzz? Did you see it in the moon? I did see it on the moon. <laughs> That's where I got my internet from. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Christian. I thought 5.4% um, conversion rate, which is utterly clinical. Oh. Oh, clinical. Move. See, t- oh. nah. I was going to say to be <laughs> fair, but there's nothing him. to be fair. There's no defending him. I, he just defend. dropped, and I don't know whether I don't. I don't know whether it's why Neil Lennon keeps playing him because I, I like, yeah, he got dropped for a bit, and then he came back in and he scored a, a really good goal, and then he scored another really good goal, and you're like, oh, okay. Fair enough, and then he keeps playing him, and he keeps hitting shots that go this way, that way, over the bar, roll to the goalkeeper, just roll wide, and he's just ah. Oh. Hank Christie is the he's a clear example of that something in the coaching is wrong at Celtic right now because he was probably one of, if not the best player in the league last season. And don't get me fucking stuck. Honestly, don't get me started so on Ryan back. There was a point in the first half actually. The ball bounces in front of him. He takes a touch, and you're like, "Oh, he's gonna have a nice shot here." And he just like drags a shot wide. He's standing in the middle, about twenty yards out in the middle of the box, sort of like twenty yards out. The goalkeeper's there, and he just shanks it wide, a low, like daisy cutter thing as well. I, oh, I don't understand him. This is yeah. tactically um, Lennon has told him anytime you get the ball within 40 yards you well, have that, a go you say that that was confirmed earlier on in the season when Ryan Christie said oh the gaffer said said to me like oh you, you're quite good at shooting uh, just like shoot on sight pretty much was what Ryan Christie said he's been told to do I was working for him please fucking stop stop it please just stop it it's not See? working you haven't scored a goal from outside the box in about eight years. Stop! I can't hate the man too much because he did score the goal against them, um, the the Serbians. No, don't get me wrong. Like 
gen- like of of recent years, Ryan Christie has been one of my favourite players in the in the team, and I won't forget like the massive goals he scored for us. Oh fuck! Um, but at the moment, get to fuck, please. Yeah, we tricked our fuck. Get <laughs> so far to fuck. Like honestly, stop playing football because you're shit. Well, you will be glad to know that one of the teams he has linked with a move in the summer is Burnley, so you might get to continue watching him with your English team. Oh, God. Um, yeah, oh. I'd just like to talk about Neil Lennon um, because after the match, Neil Lennon seemed to... It, someone must have told him a joke before his post-match <laughs> interview because he, he found something incredibly funny and he came out and did his interview and... The first thing he did was just walk. He walked out, just walked up to the microphone, and he's just laughing with a big stupid grin on his face. It's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Because your team has just been embarrassed by who the team that were bottom of the league before the game started. A team that I have always and been you're, a you're fan walking of. out. Yep, Glad Matt has always been a game. massive Ross County fan, and you're laughing. You're fucking laughing. I believe uh, Ross County are. Um... Well, they beat Celtic twice this season. I think they're one of the first bottom half teams to beat Celtic twice in a season uh, in quite a few years now. Christ. There was, there was a, a, a stat about Ross County like hadn't beat Celtic in the league for ages or whatever until last night, essentially, which is uh, embarrassing again. I think it's <laughs> the second time in history that um, that Ross County is beating, has beaten Celtic at home. I could be wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure that's what Sky Sports said. That was something along those lines is what I heard well, as well. Your last yeah. stat was so, spot on, Drew, so we'll assume that one's right as well. Hey. Ah, well, he was hitting me with stats before we came on that um, were also spot on. Uh, so, he's all these stats, does stat man, Drew. I'm a but, stat man. Skibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibid
Well, um, moving on from, uh, did, did we even discuss this, the, the the Ross County goal? Well, see, no, I was trying to discuss it. But it was a good, um, it's a good free kick, Chris. It was, it, it, I was listening to another podcast, a Celtic podcast, last night when I before I went to my bed, um, and they were talking about the game, and they said that as soon as that free kick's given away, it was just sort of like a sense of inevitability of like something bad's going to happen here. And you just know it because we can't defend set pieces. New Lennon apparently doesn't know how to stop <laughs> us from conceding from crosses. Well, uh, why the fuck? And then he's bang. And then he's banging on about how he's the man for the rebuild. But yeah, this as soon as he got the free kick, I was like, oh no, just please defend it well. And immediately there's a man lost at the back, like in the back back post area of the box uh, by um, none other than Uruguayan sensation Diego Laxalt, who just kind of. Forgets that he's defending. He's really been a sensation since he's been signed, hasn't he? Uh huh. Not to be, um, as previously stated, stat man, um, but Celtic have conceded um, 43% of their goals this season from set plays, which is mental. Thank you, stat man. Um, Yeah, it's not good enough. And then you've got your manager saying that he doesn't know how to stop it. What? Uh, it was. I think White is the was the tallest player on the pitch at the point the goal happened, and it was marked by probably one of the shortest players in the pitch. Yeah, probably. And then then lost him, and uh, the second second man who didn't have a man from the way I looked at it. No, um, I didn't. Also, not the tallest guy in the world. Who just uh, is he? He actually turns round. Uh, this is Scott Brown. I'm talking about, by the way. Um, he actually turns round, looks to the looks to where the man's running from. Goes, oh, he doesn't. He's not marked by anyone. Points at him, and then just kind of stands there in his signature Scott Brown hardman stance as, as he jumps over him and heads it into the back of the net. He might not be a good footballer, but at least when he gets tackled, he stands back up in there and laughs in people's faces. Good look at the good thing. True. Um, sometimes, sometimes that's fine, but uh, when you are playing absolutely dog shit, yeah, no, nah, it doesn't it doesn't cut it for me. But nonetheless, I think, yeah, Neil Lennon came out after the game and said that Celtic dominated and should have won, and he doesn't know how they didn't win. Where? What? See, Neil, if you're listening, Neil, uh, Ross County scored more goals than you. That's how you didn't win. Just an oh, FYI. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll email him. Um, no, it just... And maybe Celtic wasted chances and wasted possession. And it's like we were talking about possession earlier. You can have loads of possession, you can dominate on possession, but at the end of the day, if you waste your chances or don't create chances, you're not going to score a fucking goal and you're not going to win. True. Well, and it, like that, it, this this honestly, we could do we could do like an hour and a half long podcast just of breaking down the shambles that is Celtic Football Club at the moment, just like Billy could do it a four hour podcast on Kelly. And that don't like part one and the SFA <laughs> Kelly and, and the SFA. SFA. Oh, don't get started on the SFA. Ooh, rumble, um, rumble, rumble. Uh, this week in <laughs> SFA banter news. Um, they sent they sent a referee squad. Was it to Greece? They did, yes. I to referee one of their one of their biggest uh, league games. Yep. Uh, the squad since returning is of of all of them being told they have to self isolate. Yes. So, so every single one of these referees that has went over to Greece, um, which has been sanctioned by the SFA, uh, have have returned and had to um, self isolate. One of those. One of those referees was meant to be refereeing last night and uh, had to be replaced because he is self-isolating. One of those referees was not self-isolating when he was refereeing Hibernian to Hamilton nil. Where? Why? How? So the official line is that the head of referees was unaware of the difference in protocols between the Scottish FA's protocol, the Scottish government's protocol and the UEFA protocol. Um, that's what led to the assistant officiating in the game on Saturday. 
and since there has since been an investigation launched and an apology issued to both Hibernian and Hamilton and in line with the quarantine the close contact rules the other two parties um, the person that has tested positive um, is currently self-isolating and the other contact is also um, self-isolating correctly and therefore did not take his appointment yesterday. Just, what an absolute just funny, show. isn't it? Uh, what an absolute that, shit show. That uh, did bring us on to the, the Hibs-Hamilton game, though, where uh, I believe Billy did want to talk about the red card. Yes. Yes, Hamilton Hamilton having Hamilton sent off. Yes, yeah, so uh, Hamilton having Hamilton sent off in Hibs, uh, in Hibs and Edinburgh. In Hibs? Belief. So, yes, so we talked about the games going soft. 40 years ago, we'd be applauding that challenge, um, and Hamilton have since appealed it. Um, will they be successful? I would say not. Um, it's it's one of the challenges that's subjective. Um, therefore, had the referee issued a yellow card, you'd have supported it, but he's issued a red, and yeah, you'd support it. But I think this just goes to show the way the modern game's going. That a strong challenge, we call it a strong challenge, even if you are getting the ball, is is, is now frowned upon. Um, and I think it's set, potentially it could set a very dangerous precedent of, you know, subjectiveness. You know, what I think is dangerous, somebody else could have a completely differing view to me. I think that's a dangerous slope to go down. I, I just think it's a... It's not. It's not a red for me. I know. I know you're saying it's subjective, but I just think that the referee looks at Boyle rolling about and thinks, "Oh, I need to give something here." I, I don't think the referee's given it. That's my gut feeling, but that's just. Who do you think's given it? I think it's the assistant. Jake, is that is that the assistant, assistant that should have been there? Um, it may be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't personally I don't think it all that mattered because I, I kind of thought that Hibs would have won that game anyway because um, I'm not Hamilton's biggest fan as I've said before to be fair to Hamilton before the, the red card they did have a few chances they actually look like the better team in my opinion they're knocking the ball about a wee bit I thought red. they were playing quite well yeah. Craig, Craig's, just, Craig's just better because he predicted a draw I did predict a draw, but it's fine. We roll with it. Um, and talk about predictions. As that, as that does move along to the predictions. We will, we will, we will talk about our predictions and the points heading up. We had a joint last place. I think this is probably the best we've performed. All like overall. I think this is uh, the first week since we've done it where it's been a full card. True, but this is this is sort of the best we've performed. So. Matt and Craig nine points each it's getting not very good. a correct score. It's not the best. Two correct results. You know, I really expected a Europa League hangover from Rangers, uh, and it yep. looked like it at first. Yeah, what did I get um, nine? <laughs> yep, nine's generous. That really is. And just just ahead of them, Billy with his correct his one correct score and his three correct results. Thank you. 11 points. Thank you. And myself and the main man, Jimmy, uh, on 14 points after after that. Drew with there is two correct scores and yeah, two correct results and me with my seven correct results. He did the best in the results. So, sorry. So, That's true. So 14 out of 55 is what we're now considering a good week. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Matt. Look, yeah. I mean, in, in, in overall, it, 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 it's half. It, it's probably the best we've all performed overall. Um, God, we're so. In other, in, we did get some predictions in, and they were from Andrew, Jonathan, David, Ewan, and Callum. And Jonathan shocking us all because, well, we just didn't expect this. He's a brain with a nineteen cannon. points. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, we've always applauded Baines for his football knowledge. We have. Uh, well done. Well done. He obviously runs uh, in the family. Runs in the family. Runs in the family. 
as does the receding hairline. To, cla- um, to clarify for that one, uh, he is Ross McCrory and Rob McCrory's cousin. Don't know if you can out him like that. Yeah. Might have to edit that out. Anyway, well done. Um, everyone else did wank. Uh, uh, we'll talk especially. about... Just you shut up a minute. We'll talk about the leaderboard. We'll leave Cal Malone, okay? He's a Kelly fan. He doesn't need bullied anymore. <laughs> does, okay? The leaderboard, still in last place after after t- chatting shit about how he's going to win and everything. Uh, Mr. Jure with 30 points. Yeah, one one point ahead of him, uh, Craig, after a couple of fairly meh weeks. Uh, just ahead of him, myself and Matt on 33. And Billy is raced into first place four points ahead on 37 now <laughs> considering we've done what five five sets of predictions <laughs> to only be on 37 points is the so highest just to note, like, you know if you submit your predictions this week you genuinely could go ahead of us all on one week's predictions i'd be impressed nah, nah, you, not not with, no, not not with, with the, the midweek there's only not, three midweek oh, yeah, games true. well by the end of, by the end of the week as there is only um, three games on midweek, and we will do our predictions for these. I'm very confused about the names that I'm looking at here, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> so, in, in the Premiership, I'm going to read them out as they're typed in. In the Premiership, we have St. Mirren versus Maul One, Maul One Well. <laughs> Maul Unwell. <laughs> More unwell, okay. So very be more unwell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, let's just get let's get this done, okay? More unwell, Craig. What's your prediction? Um, well, I, I really think um, more unwell aren't very good, so I'm gonna go for. They're a poor on a farm, sorry. Um, so I'm gonna go for two now, Saint Mirren. Uh, King Billy. <laughs> well, I think more unwell are not doing too well, so um, 3 1 St. Mirren. Dure. Uh, <laughs> I think um, it's going to be one all. I think more unwell will find a way. And uh, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, Buzz. Oh, no, don't tell me we've lost him. We're too late in. Buzz? Should we, should we go to plan B? Yep, five minutes later. Um, <laughs> and myself, I'm apparently called Iceberg now. <laughs> Mott and Will are going to not bounce back and 1-0 uh, St. Mirren. Did anyone remember their predictions? Because no one's right. Uh, I said 2-0. I said 3-1, I think. Well, you said 3-1 so, now. Craig, if you, could, if you could note them in. Um, our next game, so there's only one Premiership game. The next game is in the Championship, and it is between Bum D and Air. Craig. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with an Air victory here. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Bum D myself. And, um, so I'll go for... 2-0 air. Thank you. Uh, King Billy. <laughs> um, oh, 3-1 Dundee. So if you'd just like to note down uh, King Billy's uh, 3-1 Inverness as well. <laughs> as that seems to be the trend. Um, Jim Dure. Um I'm going to say Dundee 4 self, self- <laughs> <laughs> Dundee um... so You should be your glasses more often Don't uh, make fun of them if I do. Oh, oh, there go. He's back He's back. I'm here Did I miss any predictions? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah you did we'll, we'll come back to you in a minute uh, Oh gonna... no please um, come quickly um, Go so, quickly No <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, St. Mirren, Mott, Unwell. I said one each. One each. One each. Yeah, we're not okay. that then. We didn't get that. And Dundee, 
No, Bum D Air, sorry. Uh, 2-0 Bum D. Thank you. Just to clarify, I don't know why Joe was changing his... Um, yeah, it was 4 0. 4 0. I'm going to go for 2 uh, 1 Bumdy. And the final game Inverness v. Same Old Alwa. <laughs> Always cheating, uh, Craig. Um, you know, I actually think Alwa might get a result from uh, this one, or Same Old Alwa. But I, I really need uh, them not to, so I'm going to predict them not to. Um, I'm going to predict. Uh, and 2-0 in Furness well, Craig's going for the all 2 nils. well done uh, King Billy 3-1 <laughs> no, no no I'm going to go one all. one all. wow shock <laughs> Jure um, Inverness 2 Alba 1 Dos Uno and Matt I'm going to go with a 1-0 Alba win it's time they're going to come roaring back <laughs> And I'm gonna go. Ah, uh, two oh. nil Inverness as well. So that's that. That's all the midweek games. Um, actually, we will be recording after Rangers European game. Will be this week, I believe. So. We could add that to our, our predictions we for could. this week if you want to. We could indeed. Um, and we can discuss that on Thursday evening as well. So, um, are they are Rangers home? Yep, they are, yep. yep. Rangers at home against Royal Antwerp. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go to Matt for his prediction. Yeah, I think um, definitely 3-1 Rangers. Definitely. Okay. Um, Jure? Um, I'm going to say 2 0 to Rangers. Billy? 3 2 Rangers. Craig? Um, I'm going to go 2 0 Rangers. Wait, wait, is that I'm not 2 0 go... from Craig? Say why he doesn't like 2 0. I'm going to go, what was the last result? 4 3. Yes. I don't know. I'm feeling it might. It, I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the upset, and I'm gonna go for. I don't know. Seven uh, two Antwerp. Seven two Antwerp. Nah. <sighs> 3-1 Antwerp. Da, da, da. That's the wrong... Yep, that's it, Craig. <laughs> um, and on that um, underwhelming... Uh, underwhelming predictions uh, with only four games was three until I remembered Rangers are playing. Um, I think it's time to bid everyone a farewell and we'll start with Matt again yep uh, I think this time was more successful than last week I've made it to the end and hopefully this is a sign of things to come and uh, yeah hashtag save the 10 can you touch some wood there Matt maybe just to make I'm sure I'm touching all the wood he's been, been touching all the wood all night uh, Craig uh, <laughs> goodbye Billy yep. goodbye if you'd like to donate to the Matthew Thompson internet fund does he give us a message? You've just doxed. Slash new laptop He's just fund. doxed me on air. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Entertainment, Jimmy, Ross, Jure, James, whatever you want to be called. Um, thanks to all the listeners. Much appreciated. And from myself, Congratulations, Rangers, on your first ever title. Good night, goodbye, God bless.